0: Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot, and let's get started. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of The Christian Mindset Coach. I am your host, Alicia Michelle. We've been talking about fear, and this is the final episode that we are going to kind of bring all the pieces together and give some final admonitions on what we can do with fear, specifically to stop letting fear control our lives. So we've spent time in the first episode, episode 242, How to Manage My Fear of the Future as a Christian. We talked about the difference between worldly fear and godly fear and how to transition from worldly fear to godly fear. And then in episode 243, we talked about what to do when fear strikes. We talked about three specific steps to live in expectant hope. That's what we can live in when we have that godly fear. We are expectant of what God is doing. We are surrendered. We are ready for him to work in those areas that there is fear because we just, it's out of our control or it's something that we're not quite sure what's going to happen. So how do we now... After even when we've taken those steps, what are some other things that we can do to help us in this battle? Because it's a big battle. We get it. That's what we're going to talk about today. Some really important principles that have made a big difference for me, and I pray that they encourage you. First, you can have a different response to fear. And I just want to say that to the person who's like, I've always been a worry wart. I've always struggled with anxiety. This is not something that I can beat in my life. This is just who I am. I just want to counter that. I do not believe that's true. I believe that some of us have tendencies to be more anxious or to struggle with fear maybe more than others. And we definitely, if we've grown up in an environment where there's a lot of fear or we have a lot of fearful things happening, of course, we're going to be more likely to experience fear. But I want you to say to yourself, I can be different. I don't have to live in that cycle. Today, you get to decide if you want to be different. You don't have to tell yourself the lie that, oh, this is just who I am. Do you think that God can't change this in you? Do you think that God cannot heal or redirect your thoughts to have you live in freedom in this area? Abbotts have been created in your mind, these neural pathways, and we can change those neural pathways. You may have more, again, more tendencies or a past history, but that doesn't mean that it can't change. So I want you First, to just believe, even if you're like, I've always been this way, I want you to believe that there is a possibility for you to be different and that there is freedom in this area. You do not have to stay stuck here. And I say that because I have struggled with anxiety my entire life. I understand what the struggle is like. I understand what it's like to feel fear and to just automatically go down that whole anxiety spiral. And I work with women every day who have struggled with anxiety their whole lives and who are making progress in living differently. I'm thinking of one woman in particular. Man, it is fantastic to see the difference of where she was a year or two ago versus where she's at now, and how there is fear, that worldly fear that tends to kind of want to creep in from time to time. But now having tools, having a plan, knowing what to do has brought freedom where she can now confidently address it and she does not feel controlled by it anymore. And that's where I'm at too. I feel like there is temptation to have fear, but I can see it by the grace of God. I can see when it creeps in and I know how to handle it differently now. So praise God for that. Another thing I wanna share is that we cannot, we cannot be undisciplined In this area of our life of dealing with fear. We have to battle in this area and choose how to respond because our natural default is to go straight to that worldly fear and just stay stuck in that cycle. We cannot be weak-minded just believing whatever comes into our heads, right, or what other people have said about us or over us. We have a responsibility. God wants to help us but he cannot help us if we're not putting ourselves in a place where we're taking in the right stuff. We're taking in his truth. We're choosing to believe in it, right? It's an active part. We are not just robots that he can fix and remove the fear, right? We need his help, but we have to be receptive to receive his help in this area. And that requires discipline. We have to take charge of that fear. You have to take charge of that fear that's in your heart and manage it. It's kind of a gross analogy, but think of it like this. Like, We've all had leftovers in our fridge that go bad. You know that leftover that sits there and it gets all moldy and nasty and gross. And you're like, ooh, okay, how long has that been in there? What if we just decided to just leave it in there, right? We're like, you know what, God can come and he can remove this leftover from this dish and he can take care of it. What do you think would happen? Of course, you know what happened. It would just get more and more gross. The whole fridge would start to stink. Other people would be like, what is going on with that smell in the fridge or in the kitchen in general? We have to get rid of it. We have to be disciplined to regularly clean out our fridge or stuff's going to go bad and it's going to smell. It's the same thing with our fear. We have to be disciplined to notice when it's there, acknowledge it, not condemn it, have compassion for it, discern what is the truth that's happening here and what do we want to do with that truth? And then where are we going to emotionally dwell? We have to choose to build that discipline in our lives. We have to keep standing firm in that area. No one is going to do that work for you. God will battle beside you, and he will clear the road before you, but you have to take the action to actually be in the battle, friend. So that's just really important. I know somebody needs to hear that today. Discipline. Disciplining in an area of our mind, especially around fear, is critical. Do anxious thoughts and what-ifs consume your mind and steal your peace? God tells us to be anxious for nothing, but you wonder, how does that happen? What if you had a custom plan for managing your anxiety, one that was designed for your anxiety triggers with specific scientifically proven action steps based on brain science to manage worry both in the moment and for the long term? I want to help you create your custom plan for managing anxious thoughts with the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, the four-week anxiety Bible study, mindset training, and resources that equip Christian women with a step-by-step plan to use brain science and the Bible together to welcome God's healing power over worry and fear. Listen, I struggled with anxiety most of my life, even as a Christian. I finally found lasting peace and victory over anxiety when I created a plan to manage my anxiety that used proven tools to get God's truth into my thoughts. I want to help you create your plan to manage anxiety and discover more calm. Go to calmyouranxietytoolkit.com to learn more and to get started. Again, that's calmyouranxietytoolkit.com. Third thing, and I know this is big. This is something that God has had to speak to me about and continually speaks to me about. And this is even bigger than the idea of fear, but I wanted to throw it in here. We need to stop being ashamed by our need to depend on God. Do not believe that lie that you can be dependent by yourself. Let me say that again. Do not believe the lie that you can do things on your own. And I think none of us would say, oh, oh, you know, good Christian people, right? None of us could say, oh, well, I can do this. I'm totally fine. None of us would say that. We would all say, yes, I depend on God. But how often do our actions show something different? We, we believe that lie, that the fear will go away if, or things are going to change when we think, well, I'm just going to try to fix this area. I'm going to improve my response. I'm going to try to take control of my thoughts and then it'll go away. And then the problem with that is that we are not made to fully conquer anything in this life. Honestly, dependency on God is how we are wired. As a component of his creation, everything else in creation looks to God for its food, as it says in Psalms. Everything looks to God for sustenance, for provision. Who are we to say that we can get good enough in this area to where we don't need to depend on God anymore? We were created to be dependent. We need to stop creating a reality for ourselves where we don't have to be dependent on God. Let me say that again. Stop creating a reality for yourself where you do not have to be dependent on God. Is that not the modern plight? We're trying to fix everything in life so that we just have it all figured out and it's smooth sailings moving forward. Well, guess what? It's not gonna be. We have to depend on God for everything. And he's happy. He's happy to have us dependent. His power works best in weakness. As Paul found out in 2 Corinthians 12, 9, he says, his power works best in weakness. God is happy to have us dependent on him. We are to grow. We are to strengthen our feeble knees, as it says in the scripture. We are to be strong in Christ. But we must never forget that we are not made to be independent of him. And we need to stop creating reality that sets us up to try to be independent of him. We were created to be the branch, not the vine. Right? We were created to be the branch, not the vine. We cannot produce the fruit by just being a branch sitting there. We need to be attached to the vine. We need dependency. Proverbs 3 5, it tells us to trust in the Lord, not depend on our own understanding. We're not going to fully understand and we're not going to have all the answers. And that's okay. There's other scriptures here that I could share. But friend, I just want to close this topic of fear by saying if you struggle with fear, I'm curious. Is it something that, like other things in your life, you're just trying to solve and fix because you don't want to have to be dependent on God for it? That's something that God had to confront me on. The other thing I want to say as a next step is that I know that we talked about a lot of different concepts here. And sometimes it's like hard to talk about all those things and put them into practice and to know, okay, that's great, but what does that mean for me today? It starts by making a plan. I mean, I have worked with enough clients and dealt with anxiety and fear enough in my own life to know that it comes up out of the blue and it comes up in ways when we're feeling especially vulnerable. That's when fear tends to strike. And when that happens, especially when it's habitual fear, we need to know how to respond in these ways that we've talked about here. And so I wanna invite you to check out a resource that I have. It's called the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit. And this is a step-by-step teaching that is video teaching and also exercises that will help you develop this plan based on some of the things we talked about here in this, in this, this uh, session today, it will help you figure out what to do step-by-step, why it makes sense that you're feeling this anxiety, this fear, what is the truth inside there to figure out and what do you need to release, right? And where is it that you can emotionally dwell? It helps you create a specific statement to stand on. There is a Bible study in there that's part of it for you to be able to get grounded in the word of God around releasing worry and fear to him in that godly fear sort of sense instead of the worldly fear side. And it really is a a powerful way to get a new perspective on the things that are fearful in your life and and to grow in that respect and, and healthy fear, so to speak, of God and grow in your dependence in him in this area. So I encourage you to check that out. It is at vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety dash tool dash kit. So vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety dash tool dash kit. Such a great resource. And it's a DIY resource, meaning it's something that you can create at any time. It's not like I'm not I'm not teaching it live. So there are teachings from me in there that will guide you through the process of how to do this but it's something that you can create and start on now today and you can get going on it and you can reuse it over and over. If you go through a certain period where you're really struggling with fear, it can help you sort through those and to come up with your plan for that then. So again, check it out, vibrantchristianliving.com forward slash anxiety dash tool dash kit. All right, I hope this was encouraging to you. Would love to continue this conversation with you about fear because I know it's a huge topic, lots of things we could talk about. So check it out over on Instagram. At Alicia Michelle Coach, I would love to talk to you more about it. You can comment on any of the posts there or you can DM me, and we can talk specifically about what does it look like to let go of fear in your life. What are some of the obstacles that you struggle with in dealing with fear? And what were some of the things in this episode that you're gonna try or you want to maybe experiment with to see what you can do to be able to find freedom in this area and dealing with fear in a healthier way? All right. Take care, friend. I look forward to talking to you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients, and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com, and we'll send you the link to access the 50 Am declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.